Hi, I'm Halima Olaji Mokeshukbeson, and this is Navigating Canada. I know, it's been quite a while since we last talked to you, and... Now that I think about it, it seems that is exactly how we started our last three episodes, by apologizing for not releasing episodes as frequently as we'd like to. Unfortunately, life happens to the best of us. And just in case you're wondering why you've not yet heard Jane's very excited voice, don't worry, she's still co-host of the podcast. You hear her voice in a few minutes because she did the interview that is featured in the episode today. And so what are we talking about today? It's actually a topic that... Both of us have no experience dealing with whatsoever. It's about raising children in Canada. So Janet actually talked to Adrian Rojo de la Vega. He moved to Canada from Mexico about three years ago with his wife and children. And so Jane talked to him about his own experience growing up in Mexico what it was like for him to start the process of parenting in Mexico and then making that decision to move here to Canada and whether there's been any difference between being a parent in Mexico and being one in Canada. Okay, I'm starting to spill just a little too much. So instead of rambling on, I'll just let you listen to the conversation between Adrian and Jane. Thank you so much for coming on here tonight i really appreciate your time so just to start how is it like growing up in mexico we were a family that had enough in that context mexico has a lot of poverty and stuff so we were one of the families that were lucky to have a good status in mexico in terms of education and parenting i was in private schools in mexico all my life Mm -hmm. and my parents got divorced when I was five and then I lived with my mom for the rest of the time until a couple of years before I got married. In my experience what parenting was for me is my mom became my mom and my dad in the sense of education and values and stuff and my dad became more of a a friend I would say like Mm -hmm. uh, some things that I couldn't do when I was with my mom I could do them when I was with my dad Mm -hmm. and it was like I was two persons you know somehow so for me was that was a little bit of growing up my dad was the owner of of nightclubs in Mexico so I was uh, partying since young and uh, again and my mom never knew about this even if I lived with her And in terms of parenting I just decided that I didn't want that for my kids So I guess like my next question for you really is, you know, we're coming into Canada. You've told us about, you know, the kind of life you wanted for your own kids. And then now you have them. The whole idea of like trying to ensure that your kids had like a stable life and then, you know, they're all together. Was that like rooted in, you know, making a decision to move to Canada with your entire family three years ago? It started not only in terms of parenting and my kids, but also in terms of my marriage. I think I think of parenting as a team job. Well, in my case, everything we do is together. Everything we do is for our family. And I, I'm an architect by profession. 
I had my own office back in Mexico for 10 years, but I was totally all in my work. I worked 24-7 all the time, Saturdays, Sundays. It was like stress. And when my second daughter, Macarena, was born back in Mexico, uh, my two older daughters were born in Mexico. Uh, Macarena was born, she, she was born a month before uh, planned. And she had a complication. Uh, her right lung collapsed and she was in intensive care for a month. And because she was in intensive care, you can only visit for one hour a day. And that hour, I was on my phone. I was uh, distracted by work. I was doing other things. And, and Laura was, she's so great. But she told me in that moment, like, where are you? Like, I don't see you happy. You're like, I fell in love with you because of your smile. And you're not smiling anymore. I was not in a good place. She even told me, like, I don't care if you, I don't know, change profession, if you become another thing, an Uber driver if you want, but I don't want you to be like this. You need to, something needs to change because apparently you're working for your family, you're working for your kids, but now you're not even there for your kids because of your work, so something is wrong. We decided to change everything. I, I sold my company, we sold our house, we sold our cars, everything we had and just came to Canada for me to study theology, which for me is a passion of mine. And we decided Canada because uh, Mexico is not a safe place in general for families. And we decided to come here and I started studying and then I got a job and, and now we're here. So for my girls, what I can see here is, is that safety. So first of all, we love that we are able to actually walk everywhere, that we are able to take the public transport to be able to walk to the school of my girls, which is for me a blessing. I, you cannot do that in Mexico. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like you could, but it's not safe. That is number one uh, thing that I find here. Uh, in terms of raising my kids, uh, that they can go to a park, that they can enjoy the days outside, even in the winter or the summer. I just want to dig a little bit deeper. What is it like raising your three beautiful daughters, soon to be four, in uh, Canada? In general, raising my kids, I find I find it really positive. What we can see, how they develop and how they're enjoying this, they feel safe. And by feeling safe, they can develop better. Second, language. In three years, my girls are trilingual. They can speak Spanish, they can speak English, they can speak French. That's so nice. Yeah, and even, even better than myself. I don't speak French at all, but uh, well, getting there someday, I hope. <laughs> my girls were in a daycare when we arrived until last year. It's fun, and I feel there's always this sense of Kids go always first, and I love that. Third is uh, the public system. Because we are immigrants, we are not eligible in Montreal for my kids to study in the English school board, there in the French school board, which is actually I find really, well, really good up to now. My, my older is six, so let's see how it goes afterwards. But um, my wife is a teacher, right, mm -hmm. and she's uh, involved in education and the only worry I would say it's it's mainly the there's this strong sense of secularism which is understandable, respectable, but I find that 
there are some topics that the government push into our kids that might be going beyond that secularism and we don't like that that much but that is happening in all around the world so it's it's not necessarily about Canada but we see that really strong here in Canada my wife gets involved with the teachers and and she looks for the uh the syllabus and the lesson plan so that she's aware of what they're teaching my my girls and up to now everything is great so we are happy like in comparison with Mexico this is totally different I think there's always an age to know things mm. and I'm talking especially about the yeah sexual education in yes. children I'm just a little bit worried that mm. uh, my girls are are listening to this since such a young age you know like mm. uh, and I don't want to go into details this is not the the forum to do so but that's one of the topics that I don't that I disagree Like I was just thinking about my own self growing up in Nigeria and going to schools in Nigeria and how like these things weren't talked about at all. And, you know, I've tried to like look at the argument from the other side of people saying that, oh, we need to talk about these things, you know, let children know from a young age. How would you feel when maybe your child gets to grade seven or maybe six and then you find that these topics are now being taught to your child that's something that we are careful about since the age of now like uh six uh five we start by talking about respect respect for your own body respect for mm. others body as well for us as a family is uh, raise awareness so that when the kids get into that topic they know how to defend themselves yeah I've tried to really look at both sides of the argument, you know, growing up from a very like conservative family and conservative country actually and coming to here where it's a lot more secular. Honestly, I can't imagine really like what I would have to do or how I would have to like guide my children to not seclude them from the world but also like protect them to the best of my ability also in my own definition of protection. So I'm actually very glad you did bring up this topic as a concern. I feel like a lot of people would be able to relate to it. I don't know if they had this in Mexico, Parent Teachers Association in schools. Do they have something like that in the Canadian Quebec public schools? They do have an association of, of parents. Actually, to be a public school, it requires like a board of, of parents uh, to be in charge. But the syllabus, the topics, it's a province decision. Mm. But let's move a little bit out of schools. I've always heard that Quebec is such a great place to raise kids. You know, the government provides a lot of... Support. Support, yes. Yeah. I, I just always heard that in all of Canada, like Quebec is a place where the government provides the most support to parents. Is that true or is this just what people say? Before we came to Canada, we decided Quebec, uh, particularly Montreal. One of the reasons was uh, that I would say from the main cities in Canada, 
Montreal in particular is one of the, I wouldn't say cheapest because it's not cheap, but it's... It's not cheap anymore. Everybody says it's cheap, but it's not even cheap. <laughs> but well, compared to other cities, it is. Yeah, but yeah. what I mean is, is it's not that expensive to live here. Yeah. Daycares, for example, uh, in the rest of the provinces are really expensive. I think it's, uh, I don't know the number, but it's maybe $2,000 a, a month. Mm. Where in, in Quebec, it's like $150 a month at daycare because the government actually pays for that. Yeah, which is actually really great. However, right now, I don't know if it's because of COVID or what, but my youngest daughter, uh, Maria, we haven't been able to put her on a daycare because uh, they're overpopulated. But yes, I would say it's the support given by the government is is a lot in both cases. The federal government support us as a family and Quebec support us as a family as well. And the support from Quebec is higher from the rest of the provinces. So that is true. And it's such a, a relief and help. That's nice to hear. I think to wrap up this conversation, I wanted to quickly ask, even though you already started doing it, what would your advice be to parents thinking of coming to Canada or parents that just moved to Canada with their kids? It's one of the top countries in the world. And I'm so grateful that we are here. It's been one of the best decisions in our lives. So I would say if you are doubtful, it's a great country. My advice would be, in, in general, I think it's a, it's a great place to raise your kids, to, for them to have fun, to enjoy life and enjoy their development. We love even the seasons, like Quebec has the, the four seasons that you study at school, you know, like uh, spring, the summer, like there's so many things to do and my kids love that. Uh, we try to be involved in all the sports available. My recommendation would be if you want to enjoy the weather, just register to the sports that are available to that weather. If you're in the winter and it's too cold, go skating, go skiing, go, you know, like uh, do snowmans or enjoy what you have and you'll have Mm -hmm. a great time. Because if not, you spend six months of the year longing to be back home Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's cold. And I would say, enjoy that, uh, embrace that, and have the best of that. In terms of that education, be close, be close, be aware, uh, try to be involved in the school, uh, be part of the committee, go to the meetings, uh, talk to your teachers, and take advantage of everything that you are able to do as a parent. Like, be there, present to them, because that makes, I would say, the difference. Thank you so much, Adrian. I really appreciate you spending this time. Oh, my pleasure, Janet. Thank you for inviting me. That was my co-host, Janet Onyeche Audu's conversation with Adrian Rojo de la Vega. I hope you enjoyed listening to Adrian talk about his experience as a parent here in Canada and all of the challenges that can come with that. That's where we will end this episode of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening to us. We always want to hear from you. If you want to share your experience of parenting here in Canada, our email address is navigatingcanada at gmail.com or you could reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Navigating Canada. 
on those social media apps. As always, Navigating Canada is hosted by me, Halima Olajumokeshukbeson, and Janet Onyeche Audu. Oluchi Audu and Angel Amadi are our social media managers. Thank you very much again for listening to us, and we hope to talk to you in not too long. 